Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes, and welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Today, we're all sitting in the L.A. studio, but we're pretending that we're in the U.K. because producer Colin has made us all tea. We're all drinking tea, most of us anyway. Although I have black coffee. so oh, you have black yeah. coffee. One of the Brits has black coffee. Trend. The rest of us are having, having soothing, refreshing tea. I'm making an effort to assimilate. Yeah, I really like it. Colin, what kind is it again? Barry's tea from Ireland. Barry's tea oh, from Ireland. It's not actually it's English delicious. tea. It's not well, British tea. Well, but it's tea. close enough. <laughs> no, it's, it's close not, enough that no. we can close our eyes and pretend we're not in America. There's no such thing <laughs> oh, as right. Donald Trump or the VMAs <laughs> sure. or, or, or theater shootings. Mm-hmm. We can, let's just pretend we're in London just for the day. With Can Barry's we? Irish tea. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Temerine <laughs> Island. Just fucking stick with me. You're listening to International Waters. the country that has the international movie accent for evil. He's a British comedy actor you will know from that Mitchell and Webb look, Transformers, Edge of Extinction, and more. Welcome back to the show, James Bachman. Thank you very much. You live in Los Angeles now. I do. Shh, don't, that's, doesn't that spoil it? Oh. Oh, no. Like, you live oh, no, I'm just over here. there in Los Angeles. I'm just here for a week. I'm just taking a load of meetings. It's very exciting. Uh, no, I live here now. Uh-huh. And, and what do you think? It's, uh, it's certainly warmer than London. Yeah. Although, actually, there was a period, we used to live in Venice um, when we first moved here, and there was a period, maybe a month ago, where it was actually warmer in London. So, mm. interesting. Weather facts. Weather That's talk. very English. That's very English. Weather talk. Yeah. Uh, you're here for our never-ending uh, election season. That's exciting. Oh, am I? Yeah. I probably get to vote as well, I think. You might. Yeah, because I am, I'm actually half American, so I, I have American citizenship. Oh, well. So I could vote. I should have voted before, shouldn't I? Yeah. Mm. Um, just so you know, Sarah Palin is all the rage right now. Oh, great. Oh, we love her. So yeah. uh, we love, love her to death. She brings so clarity vote for her. and light to every topic that she touches. <laughs> so, so, and she's got great hair. So smart. Yeah, she does. Too. So topical. Topical. Also <laughs> playing for Team UK, star of her own BBC Two sketch show, Watson and Oliver. And also she appeared on Peep Show, The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret. And brace yourself, nerds. She plays Osgood on Doctor Who. She's Ingrid Oliver. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. hi there. I'm really good, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Much. So what's your deal? Where do you live? Are you, are you visiting? I, well, I'm visiting for quite a long time, uh, much to the disappointment of my friend whose house I'm staying in for six weeks mm. without paying any rent. Um, yeah, I'm just here for holiday and also sort of to see if, if I'd like to live here. Ah, and would you? And so far, I definitely would. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I See, I'm one of those Brits that I've lived in London for a very long time. And uh, and it's all I love it. It's very cynical. It's a lot of old things, yeah. history. Um, but I was just saying the older I get... I'm, I'm looking towards. I want to go towards the light. Yeah, I think I think that's a good choice. Um, yes, and the relentless positivity that that is in LA. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I should warn you. There's a 100 percent chance you will be maybe not shot, but shot at. Mm. Like yeah. right. This okay. True story. My one of my good friends who moved out here the first week here, she got shot in the back. Jesus no. Christ! Admittedly, what? it was an air no. it was an air rifle, but it was like a long range matter. air rifle, and so this guy was just shooting people in the street. And my friend, bless her, 
uh, got shot in the back, and because she had no health insurance, <laughs> they had to leave the pellet in the back. No, oh my God. yeah, it's just still there. Worse. It's still there. It's That's still there. Great. That is true wow. story. Crazy, and it's not even like oh, there's a bit of a bullet in the brain, and we can't move it or she'll die. It's just there's an air, air rifle. Literally, pellet there in the was back. A, a there was a bill presented to her. It was like it will cost this much to take it out, or you can just leave it in. It will probably be fine. And she had to leave it in. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. That's a, a tragic person? story. She is a British person. Did yeah. she apologize for it? <laughs> yeah, she did. Okay. For all the inconvenience caused, yeah, absolutely. Certainly. Certainly. Now, we're going to get to know our teams a little better throughout the show. But for now, Team UK, need you to come up with a buzzing word that you feel best represents your great nation. Oh. At this in time. Oh. We haven't. Well, I was going to suggest. Yeah. Feel free to. I, I mean, I was. Go, I, I tripped into a taxi cab the other day and I said, blimey. Oh, and the cab driver thought it was the most hilarious thing he'd ever heard, and then he didn't stop saying it for the next half an hour, all yeah. the way uh, along my cab journey. So that's, I was going to suggest blimey. That's, that's good. I've never said blimey before in my life, Have so this not? would be a good opportunity to say it a lot of all times. The time, yeah. Um, I was going to suggest uh, uh, pavement because that's very English, and then, but only if the other team would have the quintessentially American band name, pavement. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I think that would be fine, wouldn't it? <laughs> it wouldn't be confusing. Yeah. Uh, now, or. Um, yeah, go bl- blimey sounds fun. Blimey sounds fucking delightful. We're like living in an Andy Cap cartoon. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Lorks. <laughs> Lorks are lummy. Play it for the nation that's so committed to irony, it may actually elect Donald Trump. She is humor writer and co-publisher of the Devastator Press, the only publisher in America devoted exclusively to humor. It's Amanda Meadows. Hello, Amanda Meadows. Hello, Dave. How are you? Welcome I'm back. Great. Um, I just taught my 95-year-old great uncle-in-law what geek means and what yeah, does it mean this just got resolved kind of this morning meaning well i mean he's very uh attached to the 1930s and before meaning of like a <laughs> oh, carnival yeah. like vaudeville oh, sure. freak like a geek love geek. chicken swallow Ex- exactly exactly um so i showed him a bunch of articles that sort of surveyed the, the change of the word geek to like being a nerd being yeah. obsessed with pop culture and stuff like that and he said i'm still very uncomfortable with it but as you said, words change. We'll just have to leave it at that. <laughs> Love, Dan. Oh, <laughs> so, that is awesome. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a nice great uncle. In law. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Also playing for Team US, he's an actor. He's a screenwriter. He's a director who might be best known for his role as Twofer on 30 Rock. He's got a brand new web series coming August 25th called Keith Broke His Leg. It's Keith Powell. Hi, Hello. Keith. Did you break your leg? I did not. Oh. I lie shamelessly. Jeez. <laughs> Why? You know, it's for comedy. I want to trust you. No one should. Fair enough. America. Team US. America. Uh, what's your buzz in word? Oh, oh like this week I just kind of figured out what squad goals means. Like I can use it. Yeah. Okay. So now I've just been saying squad goals a lot. Squad goals? <laughs> yeah. My my thought was like I saw a bunch of muffin tops the other day. Yeah. Ooh. So my thought was muffin top. Mm. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I like muffin, muffin top. Nothing's more American. What if muffin, <laughs> muffin top is your squad goal? Uh, that's a good squad point. Goal, Nothing but muffin tops. muffin tops. With a muffin what top. What is the bottom muffin top? When people are on a shop. Yeah, we have that oh. phrase definitely in the UK, I'm pretty sure. Muffin yeah. top? That, that has come over definitely. Oh. Yes. What's a squad goal? So it's like uh, squad as just another word for your friend group, your team, mm-hmm. your posse, your crew. You know those those. And they words. need a goal. Yeah, you need, yeah, a, goal you need a goal. Yeah, so uh, you're 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 putting together your squad. These are your ideal friend group. Bro. Sure. Yeah, yeah. This, this is my club squad. Like Taylor Swift would yeah, be the this ideal. Yeah, my tennis oh, squad. She has the most. Absolutely. That's like a squad goal goal. Exactly. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. T Swizzle squad. That's squad pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. squad pinnacle. 
Exactly. It doesn't get any better. This feels yeah. like somebody's <laughs> thought about squads too much. Like there's going to be a dissertation written about how oh, 100%. like the perfect squad. Oh, yeah. Have that's, you seen the internet? That's, I mean, that's oh, essentially really? what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You can major in that at Emerson University now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In squad right. goals. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's do that. Let's squad do goals versus blimey. Let's play International <laughs> Waters. Yeah. Now, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. Uh, If you don't know what's wrong but funny, uh, imagine just a picture of all of the 2016 GOP presidential hopefuls uh, with squad goals underneath it, right? (laughs) 100%. That's wrong. That's wrong and sad more than (laughs) funny. But you, you, you smell what I'm cooking. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. First question. Last week, the trailer for the new James Bond film Spectre hit the internet. What classic Bond trope makes its triumphant return? Blimey. Mm-hmm. Is it a special, like a special car? It is a special with car. Rocket, a car with rockets and it's stuff. It's a special car. Yeah. The Bond's 24th outing brings a return to crazy cars with machine guns and shit with the worldwide debut of the Aston Martin DB10. Mm-hmm. It can go from 0 to 60 in 3.2 seconds, which you'll never have to do out here. Uh, it has a rear-mounted flamethrower, which you will that need. That was it. Uh, and it effortlessly replaces your tiny penis with a much larger penis. Oh, uh, Spectre hits theaters this November. For the people who shoot at you in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's you. You need, it happened right in Studio City over the weekend. Oh, my it God. Did, it did. Yeah. yeah. Outside, a, to... a guy was shooting in the air, and then police oh, came and shot him to help And they shot him. Jesus yes. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. In front of a Chipotle. It's well, nothing sacred. No, actually, that makes a lot of sense. It does. <laughs> that does. The it's, likelihood of, of it happening in front of a Chipotle is really high I mean, these days. no. It's not going to happen in front of a macaroni grill or anything. No. 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 Chipotle. Absolutely not. All right. For a bonus point. <laughs> these are made up places, Chipotle and macaroni grill. No, oh. Oh, no they're oh, absolutely they're real not. indeed. They're very real indeed. <laughs> for a bonus point, let's drop all the coy British double entendres and make Bond films blatantly sexual. For example, on Her Majesty's Secret Cervix, Goldfingerer. Or for the Brits, the world is up my muff. I, I, I hate that one. I hate muff. that one. That, one, that made me uncomfortable to say that one. That's a bit strong. It was strong, right? Yeah. It was aggressive. Uh, Blimey, octopusy. Yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. Squad You, you. Uh, Thunderballs with a Z. Oh, that's sure. nice. Oh, uh, I have one. Three L's? Uh, uh, tomorrow in her thighs. Huh? Sure. Mm. Tomorrow, comma, in her, in thighs. her, th- her thighs. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or blinding for your thighs mm. only. For your thighs <laughs> nice. only. Nice. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm going to go with Poonraker. Oh. <laughs> it's just coming That's to my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. Dildos are forever. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, yes, nice. they are. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd rather yeah. them be. Mm. Anyone? Yeah. Three. Um, two. Two. Clock is ticking. Squad goals. Oh, I, yeah. I do have a Quantum of Cialis. Yes. Okay. Two points what? for that one. Yeah, I like that. What is that's, nice. a, that's a butter pill. That was butter pill. Um, I'm just going uh, uh, Pekka instead of Spectre. It doesn't work. I'll yeah, just no. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Um, the, I, I've got a uh, sort of slightly milder but really fun version of this game, mm. which was uh, given to me by a son of somebody I know. Well, which every, is that you, everybody's the son of somebody yeah, or exactly. daughter. That's, that is true. That uh-huh. is true. It's the son of a – he had a parent. And <laughs> uh, his thing was to just put the word poo into any Bond film title. Yeah. So uh, Thunder Poo, um, Never Say Poo Again, uh, Dr. Poo. <laughs> it, it never it stops being funny. Works. Golden Poo. Really? That's like saying in bed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, at the end of everything. At the end of everything. It yeah. always works. <laughs> so it's not work. Like, Give me an Spectre example. Poo? Spectre, Spectre, Spectre Poo? Spectre Poo. Single word. Pooter? No. Poo no. of Solace? No, I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. I'm clearing the board. 
Uh, and I'm just going to add one. Doctor No means yes. Okay. I was trying to give myself away. Give myself away. It just came to me. It just yeah. came to me. Never say never up the ass again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Two more points. Got in just under the buzzer. All right. Next question. Here's a clip of an American box office hero on a British chat show performing his impression of a UK institution. Who's the actor, and what is he doing an impression of? Let's listen. It's really embarrassing to do in front of a, a whole room full of Brits here, but I'll try it anyways. So it's like, <clears throat> so like honestly, I like I saw this guy. Michael cheated on me when he was in a beef art, and I was like. <laughs> Because he's telling me, he's like, you know, like, I miss you or whatever. And I'm like, you like, miss me? What am I, your mother? <laughs> All right, who was it? And what was it? Blimey. Yeah, you can. But you scored gold during the... No, no, I now don't know it. I know the answer, no. but I just feel like it's boring to just say the answer. We'll do it. Um, we'll find it's, out. It's Chris Pratt doing Towie. That's correct. Chris on, Pratt uh, doing Towie, or The Only Way is Exit, Essex. Yeah. He is on a mission to turn me on every possible way, and he's just done it with a perfect <laughs> British accent. Kind of a trashy British accent, yeah. but a perfect British If only accent. he could do impressions of Coronation Street characters. Oh, then. dear God. <laughs> His Norris <laughs> would fucking do it for me. I would straight up he faint. Is, he is uh, squad goals yeah, to Chris Pratt. And Chinese Tatum. Oh my god! In my yeah. score goals, that's oh. definitely that's a definite. He used to live in Studio City. He might, I, I mean, oh, he, might, he might have upgraded, but he used to live in Studio City. Was he the one shooting? Was he, did he have a gun? I, was he shooting people the other day? He, had, he, he yeah. now lives in like Washington State or something like that. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I think he moved. He, his only negative thing is that he does. He's a big hunter. Yeah. He likes uh, guns. Okay. No. He likes guns. Does he, it, it, as long as he eats them afterwards, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He likes has bear bear he steak. Every for... part of the animal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He eats the <laughs> little I believe he does. I believe it, actually. <laughs> I would imagine. All right, last question. Earlier this month, a Louisiana man went to Walmart and tried to order a cake with a Confederate flag on it just to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the Walmart bakery refused, but they did agree to print what on the cake instead? Oh. Mm. Um, uh, squad goals. Yeah, U.S. <laughs> States rights. <laughs> <laughs> it's about heritage. No. no. Okay. Uh, Got it. Blimey. The, yeah. uh, I'm just going to say, with the stars and stripes, they're just the normal flag? No. No? no. no. So he, he, they wouldn't let him have the Confederate flag, but they agreed to print something else? Yes. Was Oh, uh, was it a picture like of the, some characters from the Dukes of Hazard? It's no, no, it was, oh. not. it was not. It was in fact the ISIS battle flag. No, uh, what? You, yeah, Slido, I'm sorry. Yeah, Slido, Louisiana's all. Chuck Netzhammer, uh, a man with more beard than actual head, went down to his local Walmart to protest their uh, no Confederate flag policy. Uh, he sent in a photo of a Confederate flag. They refused to treat it with the respect that it deserves by putting it on a nine dollar sheet cake. He then went to a different Walmart, gave them a photo of the ISIS flag, received an ISIS cake, and is now using this to prove that he is a dick. Walmart. Uh, <laughs> Walmart executives apologized for the ISIS cake, claiming the employee did not know what the design meant. So there it is. Walmart makes cakes now? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> That's yeah. the main thing you're taking away from that. Yeah. Everyone they makes make cakes. Like, yeah. Cakes are on the Chipotle secret menu. You can get cakes anywhere. Yeah. Question, when there's a flag on a cake... And you have to dispose of it. Do you still have to follow the same yeah, protocol of disposing of the flag yep. cake? Uh-huh. If you like, roll of, it up yeah. and burn yeah. it. And, if okay. a load of people die, do you have to like eat half the cake? Yes. Is that the yes. equivalent of a half-mask yes. uh-huh. cake? Yeah. 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 Half, a half. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> or just we'll take put it. it. Or just like, eat it from the ground. Yeah, eat the bottom layer of the cake and then <laughs> like, lower it. There you go. That's it. <laughs> so it's not as high. It's not as high. 
All right, after round one, the scores are as follows. The UK's got seven. The U.S. has five. Wow. We're get- Somebody's keeping track. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? I'd like, do you know that they're talking of secret menus at Chipotle? That they revealed that there was a secret menu at McDonald's, yeah, McDonald's in England yeah. uh, recently, yeah, which US involves... Too. Just literally asking for whatever you want, as far as I can tell. Basically, There's yeah. no, like, secret codes, like, it in and out. You just have to say, oh, can you get me a – I'd like a Big Mac, and then can you put a fish sandwich in the middle of it, and uh-huh. then a load of chips on stop, yeah. or fries, as but you call them. Can here. you, like, ask for things off menu? Yeah, like, I think that's it's essentially yeah. like saying, can I have an, an, so they have, like, a lobster an egg white egg McMuffin, please? <laughs> oh, no, it's it, you can <laughs> only like, reconfigure things they already they have. have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Uh, they have a thing where it's a Big Mac, but the top and the bottom buns are just cheeseburgers of their own. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I just had I, a heart attack. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, but it's like nothing. It's not special. That's like going into any no. place and saying, can "Yeah, you just, can you just you put, could make it yourself. Put I guess. two of those exactly. things that you sell together for me, right? And we'll call it a secret binding together please. with twine and shove yeah. it down my throat. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Disgusting. <laughs> now we're gonna get to know the teams a little better between rounds. UK. Let's say hello to you first, James Bachman. You're kind of newish to the United States. Uh, yes. Uh, tell us about the American aspects of your personality. Um, uh, I I. Think I thought it was like I was a bit more willing to complain in restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I got into a situation um, where, like, they charged us a load of money in a um, – I was in a uh, Angus Steakhouse mm-hmm. in London, which is the equivalent of – I don't know. I can't think of an American version. A terrible restaurant that only tourists go to that seems nice. Like the Cheesecake Factory. Sure. But Ball actually, garden. I've been to the Cheesecake Factory. It's a lot better than the Angus Steakhouse. Yeah. TGI um, Fridays. TGI Fridays, yeah. We, we have those in England, too, and they're – People think it's exciting to go, and it just isn't. Um, and they, I think we ordered, you know, like joke food. We were just drunk, and we went yeah. in and ordered joke, like Brussels sprouts just on their own, yeah. and which is now a big deal here. Everyone oh, yeah, loves those. they're having a real but moment. At, at the know. time, it wasn't a thing. And, uh, and we got charged a lot of money, and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain. And they came over and said, how was your meal? And I said, oh, it was great, thanks. Thanks very much. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And so somebody else at the table had to complain for me, who was <laughs> very... Uh, English, but his parents had worked in uh, hotel management, so he um, he picked up some tips. <laughs> Welcome to the United States of Thanks America. Thanks very much. We're really happy to have you. I, oh, gl- I'm glad that you are. You're always happy to have everybody, basically, yeah. I think, Americans. Yeah, but I mean it. Oh. Ingrid Oliver, uh, the character you play in Doctor Who is yes. called Osgood, mm-hmm. and she's supposed to be the ultimate fan of the Doctor. Yeah, she is. Okay. Yeah. Is there a big difference between U.S. and U.K.? Whovians. Well, I didn't even know that Doctor Who was over here as much in a, in a bigger way as it is. I yeah. went into Barnes & Noble in, in uh, Palm Springs, fancy, um, and I, uh, I, I walked in. There was a massive sort of Doctor Who bit with, with figures and comics, and I had no idea that it was that big. I just thought it was on BBC America. I, I knew it was over here, but I didn't know how many people watched it. But it's been, yeah, it's been funny being here and sort of, and sort of realising how, how big it is over here as well. But people recognised you. Um, no, do you know what? No one ever recognised me because I think because in the show I wear glasses and mm. I have my hair pulled back. And if and our movies in, tell you anything, it's that <laughs> you, when you do that, yeah. you are you, invisible to right? me. Right? <laughs> this is the thing. You think, well, yeah, Superman Clark can come on. He's just wearing a pair of glasses. Mm-hmm. It totally works. As yeah. in, I, I've, I've walked straight past people who are waiting to pick me up from the airport who were big Doctor Who fans. And they, they did. I walked past them, and I was standing behind them for half an hour on my phone, going, "Where is? Has is anyone come to pick me up?" And they, they just didn't recognise me. Yeah. Obviously, because in real life, I'm incredibly glamorous. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's an easy mistake. To and make. I guess here's a fun fact that you sort of buried uh, when you go to a new city. You just have a fan pick you up. Oh no, that's okay. That's, <laughs> that's not it. I have a network of fans on Twitter who I just make do stuff for me. Uh-huh. Um, no, I, I know. Oh, I, I was actually, I was actually going to a convention, and mm. I was. Being 
being picked up at the airport by people who'd, who'd organised it who were also fans. So awesome. that would be something to look into, though. Yeah, you really <laughs> Just should. Just asking people to do stuff. You'd never need to get an Uber again. That would be amazing. They will. <laughs> they will. And we'll be right back with more International Waters after this. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every Tuesday, we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, a show about all the dumb, weird, terrible ways that we've tried to fix each other over the years. You know, some light summer listening. Maybe you want to hear about yogurt enemas, or why we tried to eat mummies for a while, or why drinking cholera diarrhea sounded like a good idea. That and so much more is waiting for you every Tuesday right here on the Maximum Fun Network with Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Welcome back to International Waters. During the break, we uh, were discussing the fact that drinking hot tea in a very, very hot room was a terrible idea. Uh, And we also forgot to pretend we were in London. But whatever. Uh, So if you know the reason why drinking a hot beverage in a hot room would cool you down, which is what we thought would happen, uh, let us know. We have fans who like truly will really tell willing. us facts. Uh, so shall I, shall I somebody on Twitter will attempt my brief like physics degree explanation. If you like, yeah. Which is that there's heat in the middle of you and it's therefore it's cooler outside of you so that there's a temperature gradient and the heat moves out of your body. That okay. sounds like ghosts and stuff now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tell us what it was, please. But truly, you, when you said the word gradient, I was like, mm-hmm, this checks out. Mm-hmm. Like, it, just you used <laughs> one term, I, and yeah. I was like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. But then I about. said, moves out of your body, and that sounds yeah. spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I had stopped listening by then. I had just decided to believe anything that came out of your mouth. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the U.S., are Amanda Meadows and Keith Powell. Over on the other side of the room, playing for the U.K., James Bachman and Ingrid Oliver. Now it's time for a round we're calling A Tale of Two Options. I'm going to read a list of things. Uh, they're, uh, they're from recent popular culture. You tell me if the thing is one thing or another thing. You got it, right? It'll make sense. Uh, Team UK, you're up first. I want you to tell me if the word or phrase I am saying is a hipster food trend or creepy drug slang. Okay? I'm going to list off some names. You decide if they're a super annoying new food trend or the kind of drug slang the local news lists off to scare the elderly. Uh, no need to buzz in. These are all for you, Team UK. Okay. Starting uh, now. Quinoa sandcastles. Oh, Ooh. food. That's going to be food. Or a drug. It? Is that like it could be a drug phrase or a food? Okay. Right. Um, I think it's got, I mean, unless it's just too obvious, but quinoa has got to be, isn't it? It's good. F- Food. Is it it's food? a food trend. Yeah, it served at a London pop-up restaurant called Christabel's Edible Playground. No I just wanna, way. I wanna, I so that's awful. Punch that that's building awful. in the face. That's um, on us. They invite diners to use a bucket and a shovel to make sandcastles out of quinoa. Kill me and then now. eat it. And then I guess eat it. Okay. Yeah. Disco biscuits. That's oh, that's definitely uh, drugs. That's isn't drugs, isn't it? That's that is entry level drugs. We know, don't we, James? Like, yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, classic. it's uh, ecstasy tablets, or more creepily, what Bill Cosby called quaaludes in oh. his uh, early <laughs> deposition. Moving swiftly on, uh, milk of amnesia. Oh, that I mean, that sounds like a. It sounds like a drug thing. Doesn't sounds it? like a sort of nineteenth century drug. It's propofol. Yeah, it's the anesthetic that killed Say what Jackson. Now? Oh, uh, oh, here's a fun fact: uh, Jackson also allegedly called semen duck butter. Oh yeah, I had nothing to do with anything. That's I thought that was the I thought that was the sort of sweaty stuff that that accretes between the and the taint. Oh, between the (laughs) balls and ass. Well, not to Michael Jackson. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to see how it felt to say out loud, Uh, and it feels terrible. (laughs) I was in a kids' sketch show. We couldn't think of a name, and one of the things we really pushed for was to call it duck butter. Yeah, because it sounds very kind of. 
Sweet, playful and sweet. Yeah, I, you know, you you guys know about the snozberries, right? Uh, no, from Willy Wonka. No. Oh, uh, snozberries are is is dick. It, uh, like okay. is Willy Wonka's euphemism for a penis. No, and in or not Willy Wonka, uh, uh, the guy Roald who wrote, yeah, uh, Roald Dahl's euphemism for a penis, and he wrote in Willy Wonka that they all went and licked the walls, and it tasted like snozberries. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you just don't you don't find out later because he puts it in another book that that which book is in my own you know, I, can, I can never unhear that now and that's one of my childhood my childhood favorites takes like oh my goodness me duck butter and snozberries yeah it's really it's really awful suddenly the Willy Wonka movie seems a little creepy yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always extremely creepy uh, bubble dogs <laughs> that's that's um, that's gonna be food. a food. Isn't it is it? Food, that is a yeah. food trend. Specifically, it's a single dish restaurant in London's Mayfair that only serves hot dogs and champagne. I have actually sucked yes. my dick. Have you dogs. eaten there? Do you know what? No, I've walked past it and thought that oh. looks ridiculous. I'm not gonna go in there. Wow. Yeah, that's that's just that's just dumb. Hot that's dogs just and you champagne. had two things laying around hot and you wanted to open a restaurant. I, yeah. I would eat those for and drink that like for the rest of my life if I was allowed. Yeah, hot dogs and champagne. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, it does sound quite good. I don't think I don't think you get bored of either of them, could you? Yeah, immediately. Okay. Let's try immediately. <laughs> Hold on, I'll just order some in. <laughs> Dirty Sprite. Oh, that sounds like someone's done a shit in a drink. But it's got to be a drug thing. Or it could be if it if it's a a big glass of Sprite with like a like a Mars bar in it, and it looks like someone's done a shit in it. Or an olive. That, that could be a drink. <laughs> it's a drink. It's a drink, isn't it? It's drugs. It's oh. another term for scissorp or purple drank or whatever your 13-year-old niece likes to call cough medicine, soda, and Jolly Ranchers. It's so many elaborate drug combinations so, here. I mean, it's a mixture yeah. of cough medicine, soda, and, and jo- Jolly Rancher. Like, which is like a... Oh, those little tiny... Delicious. <laughs> no, they're like little brick-shaped cans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, skipping. What? Skipping. It's a verb. Yeah. It's not yeah. A it can't thing. be a thing. It can't be an object. Um, can't be just skipping. some grammar-wise. So alone. that's going to be a food thing then, is it? Um, sure, let's say food. It's a food trend. It's what happens when a freegan, which I don't know what that means, yes. uh, pulls out prepackaged foods from a grocery store dumpster. Oh, that's... Oh, oh skipping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going oh, yeah, skip from, from getting food. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, freegan okay. is someone who doesn't, who doesn't pay for their food. Oh, okay. So just Essentially. Uses, uses that 40% of all food that gets thrown away. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, so not just somebody who shows up for dinner and no, doesn't, no. doesn't chip in? <laughs> all, they also do that. Okay. Absolutely. But then they, they show up for dinner outside, round the back. Mm-hmm. Spice. Spice. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's obviously both. a food thing, it's, isn't it? It's, but it's going to be. Drug, be a drug. Uh, it is a uh, drugs thing. Uh, it's a synthetic <laughs> cannabis from the UK. It's also the uh, psychotropic drug from Dune that helps uh, spaceship oh, yeah, navigators see into the future. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, the worms make. Yeah, either way. It's drugs. Uh, dirty burger. Oh, that's a sex thing, surely. That's a sex thing. Put a little duck butter on I would a dirty burger. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, based on the previous dirty thing, it must be... A burger with Jolly Ranchers and um, <laughs> uh, cough medicine in it. Well, it is a food trend. It's the it's the pace car in the UK's relentless dirty food trend that includes dirty ribs, dirty chicken, dirty coffee. Uh, what does any of that What's mean? What's the dirty mean? It just makes it sexy. Sounds sexy. Dirty burger. But dirty. Like, it's got what, too, mu- too much is it sauce on it. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, oh, I don't, have, I don't think it's an actual thing. It doesn't. I don't think. It, I don't think oh. it means anything. Does it? It's just to make it sound. It's sexier. just a marketing. Yeah, dirty, yeah. Uh-huh. dirty burger. Yeah. Served on a dirty plate. Dirty. Yeah. Just dirty. Doesn't Gross. sound very good. All right. How did they do, Colin? How many did they get? I'm thinking we got about two hundred. Okay, you got uh, six out of I don't remember how many. Oh, Team US. That's six <laughs> out of three. <laughs> Team US. Good enough. 
I'm about to say a creepy slash trendy new beauty procedure or a monster from Doctor Who. You will decide whether the thing I name is a creature that the Doctor has encountered or a Jezebel baiting beauty procedure for weird old rich ladies. Starting now. Adipose. I think that I think that that's a, a, a it sounds like a beauty procedure. Yeah. Uh, is that your final answer? Is that our final answer? Adipose. Uh, adipose. Yeah, let's just go with like adipose. It's a Doctor Who monster. Okay, the adipose it. are. Some, did it. you know that? I, I genuinely. I feel that. Okay. So, so it's well, I'm, I'm telling you. Then they are small blob-shaped creatures that evolved from liposuction body fat from an unusually satirical uh, episode called Partners in Crime. Yes, they fly from the It's kind of both. It's kind of both. <laughs> no. yes, they're made from no. adipose tissue and they float around in the sky. This this rather a fun episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, Protege Intima. Intima, a beauty procedure. That is a beauty yeah, procedure. It's beauty better procedure. known as vontouring or vaginal contouring. Yes! It, uh, yes! Yeah. It promises to reduce the size. I've had it done size. many times. <laughs> Have you? Well, then My your vag- vaginal lips are plump and firm because yes. that's what, uh, that's well, what that's you know, all about. You know about the, the – the, 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 everybody's talked about the vaginal steaming thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, oh, it's the, the anal steaming. There's the, an anal steaming now. No, no, yeah. wait, wait. I read Google religiously. <laughs> what, what's the steaming involve? You just hover, uh, don't you? You sit – all, all like over a, a bowl of hot water. Yeah. And then and they pump. With like leaves and spice herbs in it. And, yeah. and wow. what's it for? Just to. It's, it's for Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, oh, exactly. really she needs things to do. It's one of the things yeah. to do. I, I sorry. Sorry for the diversion. Oh, no, 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 no. Diversion. It's okay. And just while, while, we're, while we're on a diversion, uh, I went to the, uh, the, um, the colon hydrotherapy place in Studio City. Oh, is that right? Uh, yep. But just because it was there and I was like, well, okay, I'll give it a try. And, you know, as promised, they stick a hose up your butt and shoot water and whatever. And, uh, and then as I was uh, getting rid of things the the woman who was like uh massaging my stomach who had told me her whole life story she was really into meth and then she got really into uh uh, colon hydrotherapy um she was watching as the things because it goes through a clear tube that's like behind Mm -hmm. you you and she was watching as it went by and she was like i'm sorry i'm such a voyeur (laughs) and i was like this is that i I, I will never do it again (laughs) if i wasn't pantless with a hose up my butt i would have run out (laughs) of the door and i almost did it anyway absorbaloff absorbaloff uh uh, Absorbaloff. I'm going to say doc- Doctor Who. All right, let's what do, you do think? it. I don't know. Let's I- say Doctor Who. Doctor Who monster. Yay! Yeah, yes. it, was de- it was designed nice. by a nine-year-old contest winner in 2006. It sucks out souls, or I don't know something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who cares? Faces of bow. Faces of bow. See now, you'd think. Oh, that face would... of bow. Sorry. Oh, see that the faces thing. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so face of bow. Face of bow. Face. If I keep saying it, it's going to come to me. Oh, yeah. It definitely won't lose its meaning. <laughs> Just try it like this. Try it like this. Just try saying, excuse me, could I have face of bow? Yes. Oh, my God, face of bow. <laughs> Which sounds more plausible? I know it does sound more plausible. What do you think? Oh, God. I guess Doctor Who. It sounds like a Doctor Who monster. But I, that feels too easy. It does. All right, let's go with beauty procedure. Beauty procedure. It's a Doctor Who. God damn it! <laughs> it's a millions of years old giant head in a jar in space. Face of but damn you! Yeah. That's, of I mean, it so sounds like a Doctor Who monster. Yeah, but you seemed know. too easy. Yeah, spermine facial. That is. <laughs> <laughs> 
spermine. Uh, I want to say that's a procedure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the facial that gives it away. <laughs> it's a, it is a beauty treatment. It is. It's exactly what it sounds like. According to <laughs> Science Journal oh Cosmopolitan, the spermine in semen is super high in antioxidants. The Townhouse Spa in New York offers a 250 lab-created spermine. Lab-created. <laughs> uh-huh. Some guy jacked off in a lab. Yeah. Spermine facial uh, because everything is terrible. Do you feel like that was a guy who was trying to persuade his girlfriend to do a certain thing? <laughs> right. And he was like, listen, no, I, it is so good for your skin. You're <laughs> yeah. just – and that's how it started. Yeah. And then it's we're going to have you. a sort of a very realistic trail. robot come in now and deposit the sperm on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it it looks look, like me. Yeah. It, it like will me. look like me. But it is a robot. It's literally just a tube and it goes to a <laughs> container. Just relax. Sit in back, the, relax. What we call the balls. Close your eyes. <laughs> oh, I never thought I'd hear myself say this, but too much semen. Uh, Stigorax. 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 That sounds like a monster. So, no, you were going to say that that's a... Oh, I was going to say Doctor Who for Yeah, sure. Doctor Who. Doctor Who monster. Yeah. According to Alien Species Wiki, uh, their appearance is reminiscent of a dog-sized opossum with a menacing look. Pointed ears yes. and a row of spikes on its back. It's from 1988's The Happiness Patrol, starring Sylvester McCoy. Uh, you know what? They, they kind of, honestly, if you'd said, what's a Spiralax? I would say that it's exactly that. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, they kind of it's an evocative like, name. nailed it. Yeah. Gara Rufa. Gara Rufa. Yeah. Okay. My brain immediately goes to a Doctor Who monster, but I think that this is a twist. Yeah. I think this, is a, this might this be is like a... some kind of plant-based. Yeah. Beauty thing. Yeah. Mm. We're going to say, what do you think? Yeah, let's do beauty. <laughs> you were <laughs> so I'm so unsure. Beauty. Beauty treatment. Yeah. It's the technical name for the fish procedure where piranhas bite off excess foot skin. I cannot, I cannot wait for this to be over. We're flying blind here. We're doing well. Yeah. Okay. It's All right. Good. It's good. Elisina. Elisina. Sounds like a, a, a female monster. Yeah. <laughs> Ingrid, like, has a knowing yeah. look. I am face. no, I'm poker facing all oh, the way. Okay. That's, <laughs> like, mm, like, I'm just, I, I just have a raised eyebrow. Is it? Elisina, yeah. what do you think? Uh, uh, this one's like legitimately on the line. Yeah, for me, uh, it could be. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go and get an Elisina today. Right. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna get a juice and an Elisina today. I'm gonna. Say, um, I, I think. I think it's a Doctor Who monster. All right. Let's what do, do you think? It. It's a beauty treatment. It's a Fuck cream. Me. It's a cream made from the mucus secreted by snails. It can heal scars. It can counteract sun damage. I, I don't want to do this oh, anymore. That I don't want to do this anymore. Finally, I can be mother of the snails. I can be mother of the snails. That could be a doctor. It was a snail <laughs> that wanted to persuade his girlfriend that it was okay to jizz in his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's recap our scores. At the end of round two, the U.K.'s got 13. The U.S. has 10. Let's say hello to our American team. Amanda Meadows, you and the Devastator Press crew are all unabashed pop culture devotees. What's your favorite piece of British pop culture? Oh, my God. Um, I love mostly British comedy, um, especially, like, from the 70s to now. Um, My... I honestly, Bat Mitchell and Webblock yeah. and Peep Show are like two of my favorite current things. Is this um, like a big moment for you sitting with James oh, yeah, in the room? Totally. Um, <laughs> you, you prefer I, yeah. both Mitchell or Webb. That I'm, would be I'm better. I'm hiding it really well. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Monty Python was a huge part of my uh, my formative years. Of course. And uh, yeah, I love Faulty Towers and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good things. Mm-hmm. Well, you've done well. Do you want to be on our team? You've used your influences and you've done extremely well. <laughs> Keith Powell, same yes. question. Uh, well, you know, my major British influence, and this is going to sound well, 
I was the the skinny, um, nerdy black kid in the not great neighborhoods that liked Howard's End. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I know that feel. I mean, it was really it was. Uh, I was obsessed with like Edwardian British films and books, and you know, um, uh, actually, Howard's End is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then and then I just I. Howard's End was like a gateway drug. I just went crazy after that. <laughs> I, I, like I, I, like I watched every Merchant Ivory film like three times. Sure, and I read a bunch of uh, you know I don't know like Vanity Fair and well is that yeah like that Thackeray, you know. Uh, Did you hide it all under the mattress? Was it like yes, your parents when they found porn. out? They were like, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was my porn. Uh, that was also actually that was during the porn years too. So that's actually really interesting. And then <laughs> and then I just realized because I I went to uh, I went to my wife and I uh, had a one month European honeymoon, and we first started in London, and then we traveled around the UK a lot. But I realized that the reason why I was I um uh things that I'd forgotten in my youth that I was for some reason so obsessed with British culture is because uh my my first uh stuffed animal was Paddington Bear and uh the first thing that I ever made was sauteed mushrooms and toast, which is a major thing apparently yeah. in the UK. Yeah. And I don't know why I that was the first thing I ever cooked. I don't know why. So, wow, you're secretly it. British. I know <laughs> it's in me. Inside it's in soul. me somewhere. Do you like Marmite? Marmite. Ah, oh. that's the real oh, test. Oh, damn it! Test. What is Marmite? It's, uh, um, it's, it's a like jar a full of death. It's yeah, the, it's the worst. <laughs> it's like it looks uh, like tar. Yeah, Ooh, you spread it on toast. It's but a it's, very particular taste. But it's like it's imagine, what's it made of? It's made of is it yeast extract? Yeast extract. Yeast extract and salt. Oh, and it's it is so bitter that it will make you hallucinate. Really? Yeah, it's it, it really it'll fuck you up. Yes. Yeah. I've been looking that, for a new drug. It's the true <laughs> test of whether you're British or not. Yeah. If you if you like it, then then yeah. you truly are. You I truly see. are British. I, I'm not. But anyway, <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with more international waters. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Hal. And we're the hosts of We Got This. The show that offers definitive answers to dumb debates that you suggest. Every Wednesday, we discuss the hot button topics you never knew you cared so much about. Like whether you should put ketchup on a hot dog. What's the best Star Wars movie? Whether it's better to be too hot or too cold. Coke or Pepsi? Best Marvel movie. Which is the best religion? I told you we're not doing that one. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org. And don't worry, everyone. We got this. We got this. Welcome back to International Waters. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried crazy hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as a duck butter facial <laughs> because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. This is for everything, guys. Oh, so right. get serious. The points mean nothing. It really point, does. It's I almost like the points mean nothing. It's been a sham. It's <laughs> almost like they put us in a room to talk about Marmite and Gentleman's Relish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gentleman's Relish. I can't wait to try Gentleman's yeah. Relish. Yeah. It's a sex thing. <laughs> 
but I want to do the sex thing, and I want to have a jar of it. Uh, this round is called In Defense. In this round, I want you to defend something from your country that is widely considered bleak or sucky or just basically indefensible uh, because we're all in the studio. Let's do this as a heated debate, so feel free to chip in, challenge each other's arguments. Uh, remember, unwarranted personal attacks will get you extra bonus points. Team UK, because you're slightly ahead, I think. I kind of forgot already. Uh, I'm going to have you go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. You'll be defending Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. I okay. think I said that right. Uh, yes. The lovably, cunty, 94-year-old consort to the Queen has been in the news again with another offensive gaffe, this time for uh, visiting a community center in East London where he asked a group of volunteers from the Asian Women's Network who they sponged off. Uh, Prince Philip is famously an ungrateful, sponging, bigoted bastard, but for Team UK, for the points, you tell me why he is the greatest ambassador for your nation. Your two minutes starts right now. Did he definitely mean sponged off as in, like, maybe he was just imagining... I don't know. Actually, I, I, I read this, and actually it was, uh, in con- it was in context. They were presenting him with a cake, sponge cake, and he made a hilarious joke about sponge. Oh, it was a pun. It was oh. a sponge pun. He, this is what he does. So straight he away, made, Prince he, Philip, our top stand-up comedian. Absolutely, so 100%. He's very quick-witted. <laughs> That's uh-huh, what, yeah. Also, I, I quite I have a soft spot for him because I I'm also of Greek German descent, as is he. Hmm. I uh, I'm also a minor member of, of British. I'm not of royalty. No. Um, I am. Are you? No. I would I actually am, believe uh, that. I would. I'm, I would I'm, believe you are a little bit. No, no, no. Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> um, so no, no. the Greek German. He's just a bit feisty, um, and we need that, don't we? In the I think also the Greeks have had a hell of a time, haven't they? So let's not pile in on him as well. Exactly. Um, I was about to say, as have the Germans, but well. Well, they ha- in a way you know, they have. Some, yeah. <laughs> in um, a way, but, but they brought, brought themselves. themselves. Yeah, fair enough. Themselves. Well, how do we justify his assholeish personality? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's. Well, <laughs> I think it's important to temper that with. We have to look at the whole picture, which is that he also does something in the UK called the Duke of Edinburgh Award, uh, which is. Do you remember this, James? Do you yeah, yeah. School? I didn't do it, but it's because it's hard. It was well. I the Duke of Edinburgh is basically it's, it's, it's a charity headed by Prince Philip, uh, and you do awards. Fair enough. Um, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, so he basically you you ha- at school when you're at school you have to do these you don't have to it's voluntary you do these things to get awards bronze silver gold Duke of Edinburgh awards and it helps you get basically to university. It's all like climb a mountain or build I, a school. Or I something. I was in what well, I had I've got one I've got a bronze Duke of Edinburgh award uh, because I started my own scrunchie business. I don't know if, if you have wow. scrunchies over here. Do we? Uh, so that is a life skill thanks to Prince Philip. If I'd known you could was, do that, I would have been much more into it. There you go. That I was able to. So thank yeah. you, Prince Philip. Um, he is also. I, I think it must be hard, not you know, not being the actual head of the country, royal. Yeah. You know, like if if Hillary Always becomes Hillary becomes president, I think Bill Clinton is going to find that very difficult. And yeah. n- who could blame him if he went around making offensive comments to people <laughs> you're in order right. to let off some steam there? Yeah, you know what? You uh, your time is up, and you actually you've turned me. Like, <laughs> you made, actually, you made good points. You made solid points. Uh, I like this guy now. All right, Team US. I would like for you to defend Hulk Hogan. Okay. He is a real American. He might not be able to turn this one around. Let's let's try. He's a real American in that behind closed doors, he's a racist. Uh, The man who was about to give the leg drop to Gawker in his sex tape lawsuit has suddenly found himself on the ropes with the revelation of a shockingly crude racist rant about his daughter's boyfriend. Team US for all the points. Find a way to hulk up this dirtbag's public image. Your two minutes starts now. Well, in the words of Hulk Hogan, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, Mm -hmm. 
and forgive Hulk Hogan for expressing his I First mean, Amendment rights behind closed doors. First of all, first of all, eat your vitamins. <laughs> I bet you he saved the lives of countless of children. Mm-hmm. Of all races. Of all races. 100%. And, you know, listen, he likes Mr. T. Yeah, he not many people yeah. like Mr. T. True, <laughs> close, <laughs> close collaborator with so, Mr. T. So maybe Civil not rights so hero. racist. Yeah. Um, Reaches also, across the aisle you know, there. I'm willing to divorce my appreciation for Hulk Hogan's massive, uh, you know, dickishness. Like re- yeah, um. massive dickishness. His <laughs> enormous persona and all the stuff he's given to us in pop culture. You know, oh, like, listen, I can I can still appreciate if anything, his deranged racism may have informed his amazing performance in No Holds listen, Barred, if, uh, one of the best movies ever good, made. You do Good a crap. Hulk smash. Yeah. Do we now not call it a Hulk smash? It's true. It's, so it's very true. Thing. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, there's a ripple effect, right? I, I, it's it's all everything we know about Hulk Hogan. I mean, next time I rip off my shirt in a jealous rage. I'm going to be thinking about Hulk Hogan, no matter if he's a racist or not. Yeah, and that's not fair to us. It's not no. fair to me. Of course not. And I'm black! Also, <laughs> there is a current wrestler right now named Curtis Axel, whose gimmick, not joking, is mimicking Hulk Hogan. He grew and bleached a handlebar mustache, and he calls himself Axelmania, and he does the same shtick. He rips his shirt. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is the best joke gimmick in Thank WWE you, Hulk right now. Thank you, Hulk Hogan. Yes. For providing I, that. I, if, if we're scrubbing Hulk Hogan from all of the WWE uh, I mean, records, also, we're, we're going to lose this hilarious gimmick. I completely agree. And he's completely iconic. The man is an icon. Because you just say a bleached handlebar mustache, and everybody knows what you're talking about. 100%. All right. right. And All then right. how many muscles one have, of our ha- does he have? He has oh, like, a lot of muscles. How many? A ton. He's like, definitely not an, over, an over-spray-tanned rubber suit that he wears I mean, <laughs> over an emaciated post-steroid right, you're, body. You're, your time is up. Your time is up, folks. My God. You've given us a lot to think about. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So much. I think so. Really have, yeah. and I don't know what he said. I don't so know what he said. As far I, as I, all that I don't, I don't great. either. I have really tried to avoid this story. Oh, Does anybody he, want to get into I, it? I, I it, he, you know, used the n word a million right. times. Oh, yes, um, but actually, I I read the transcript of what he said, mm-hmm. and it paints him as a horrible racist. Yeah. Totally, but. It's not as disgusting as, say, uh, Paula Deen. Right. Okay. Yeah. So on the on the racism scale, right. the I never want to see him <laughs> or the Clippers guy. Yeah. What's on the racism Silver. scale, he's he's a little ahead of Paula Deen. Okay. Is all I have to say. Because okay. in the rant, he basically is like, uh, the only way that I would want my daughter to fuck an N-word is if he's rich and famous. And... Uh, it's a ter- that's a terrible thing to say. That's not that's not good. But no, definitely you know, not good. He's a very confused, man. <laughs> yeah, he's very. He's really what's important to him is the money. That's important, basically. Well, so, you know, the money in the He's very old. He's, <laughs> right. He's like. Would he let his daughter have his sex 60s. with a poor white guy? But I guess, see? yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. Logic, we just don't yeah. know. If you follow that logic, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You make a very good point. He did not say, "Eat your vitamins, white kids." Right. Say, "Eat your vitamins." U.S., you're our winner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're the greatest country in the world. Well, yeah. I am a real American. <laughs> We've all torn our shirts off now. Yeah. It's so funny that the black people defended Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, one, right? hilarious plan. And that the black people uh, won for U.S. 
which, you know, the U.S. has very rare. been very kind to us. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you guys have put in a really good effort today. In true American note of tradition, it, putting this... up our, the, the black talent to win. <laughs> right. This show is changing the world. It absolutely <laughs> is. Starting today. Right. Now, before we finish, uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something that you didn't make that you like that you want the world to know about. We'll start with Keith. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm doing a, a web series. It's called Keith Broke His Leg. It premieres August 25th, www.getbroken.com. Love it. And, uh, um, you know, honestly, it's, uh, it's a, it's a comedy web series just, uh, uh about, um, the incredible boredom that my life has become when I was injured, uh, last year. So, um, it's very funny. There's a, it's a lot of great guests, uh, a lot of comedy nerds are in it Great. and uh i hope people see it the That's thing great. that i'm uh, watching right now i'm binge watching uh bojack horseman oh, on so netflix good. it's so good and the and i don't think that it gets a, a lot of attention and i don't think it gets its due but it's such a well um judged hollywood satire in a way that people haven't done hollywood satire um so it 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 managed to find a new point of view on it, which yeah. I think is really interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Amanda. Um, so, uh, Devastator Press, we release a new book every month, and uh, the most latest thing is actually pretty relevant to this show. It is the Presidential Dicker Book uh-huh. um, by Patrick Baker. It is a real sticker book. Actually, I think I have a copy in my pocket. Um, so, it is a real it. sticker book uh-huh. um, that surveys the worst things each American president has done in office, yeah. and... It is a cartoon puzzle where you get to, in return, slap a dick sticker on each president. I want it. I yes, want it. and the the cartoon dicks are inspired by their appearance, their oh proclivities. They're their... also very pretty dicks. Oh yes, uh, drawn by Alon <laughs> Trinidad, <laughs> an Eisner-nominated cartoonist. Oh. Yeah, we well, which we pick only the best, the best to slum it with us. Um, oh gosh, this is really tough. I really love uh, Bill Clinton's. It's, well, got, it's wearing. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, lot of people do. A lot of people have seen it. A lot of people appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It is wearing sunglasses and playing a saxophone. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's a <laughs> good day. Uh, it's a real good day. Yeah, our incumbent <clears throat> uh, sports a drone themed dick. Wow, <laughs> George Bush uh, Jr. There has got a huge dick. Yes, no, it droops. It, yeah, it's, but it's pretty big. It's gigantic, but it droops. Yeah, we had to but fit mission droops. accomplished on it. That's why. Sure. <laughs> it's, not that sure. it's not that he's well known for having an enormous dick. <laughs> and something that somebody else made. That you uh, yes, uh, I just recently binge watched Danger Five, which is yeah. hilarious. It is an Australian series. Um, the first season is uh, like a 1960s style, like spy show, like a man from Uncle. Um, but it's uh, set in a world where uh, World War II has gone on through the 60s and Hitler's still alive. And every episode they have to try to kill Hitler. It's pretty amazing. And then in season two, there's a huge time jump and everything gets bonkers. It is one of the funniest things I've seen this year. Awesome. I'm yeah. going to write that down. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Danger 5, Netflix. Ingrid. Hello. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I, I haven't got anything to promote. Um, I, sure you I, do. I'm going to promote um, myself. Um, <laughs> I, on my Twitter handle is IngridOliver100, and I would like um, more followers because I'm, I'm, I'm all about self-validation, and I just need need that. Um, Are so there that would be great. Other no, do you know what? Actually, weirdly, I, I chose it because that's the age I want to live to. Oh. How 
That's ridiculous. What a ridiculous oh, reason to choose it. Anyway. 101 too far. You want to be dead. 101 too far. Yeah, too far. Yeah, just um, yeah, nice round number. Yeah, right now, why not? Kick off. Um, and all, uh, the thing I'm going to recommend, which is uh, is about 5,000 years old and everyone's already seen it, um, but it is the thing that I'm binge watching at the moment. I'm completely obsessed with because, because I'm obsessed with American culture. Um, it's Friday Night Lights, which is obviously... Oh, so oh. It's, oh, yeah, it's really good. And the first day I got to LA, I saw three people in from Friday Night Lights, three actors in separate places. Ooh. And... Minka Kelly, who's Lila uh-huh. Garris, the cheerleader, Connie Brisson, uh-huh. and um, Tim Riggins' brother, Derek uh-huh. Riggins. Uh-huh. Um, and I was beside myself with excitement. This is why I love LA. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Thank well you. done. I gotta, I gotta good show. watch that again. It's so good. We, uh, th- we premiered the same time, and so I we we, be, we were friends. Uh, Thirty Rock and and Friday Night Lights premiered in the same season, and and uh, we became friends with a lot of the cast there, and they're also. All universally nice people. Oh, that's so, so great to hear. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy, the main guy who then ended Carl up in Chandler. Bloodlines. Carl, Carl Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. Is he? Is he nice? Uh, he, he's very nice. Do you think oh. he'd say I here read, if he was? He's the he 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 willing to say. I, I honestly, I have a big mouth. I'd be willing to. I can really? tell you the people who I've met who are dicks. Okay. Very quickly. Give us one real quick. Oh, uh, <laughs> Chevy Chase. Oh, oh yeah. come on. I know, I know that everybody knows that, but oh, Stalin. There, I will say that there are two people in my – oh, God, I'm really going to go on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are two people who I've met and interacted with who are literally the worst people on the planet that, I, that I've had to interact with, and Chevy Chase is one of them, and Leah Michelle is the other one. Oh! Ooh, oh who's she? Who's she? From Glee. From Glee. Yeah, oh, so the, 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 wow. the girl from Glee who you look at and say, yeah, she's a terrible person. She's not a she seems, being. She really seems awful. Ironically enough, uh, halfway through my interaction with her, she became nice to me, so I guess... You know, I guess she's nice to me sometimes. No. But no, that doesn't um, count. You have to be nice the whole time. But yeah, no, she's not a good person. Okay. Oh I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I want to hear everything. I want to get to co- for coffee afterwards and yeah, I need to know sure. all the other ones. James. Um oh this is like an LA cliche. I'm taking improv classes at UCB. No, and that's great. my awesome. I have my four oh one class show in a couple of weeks. So that's everyone awesome. everyone come to that. I will everyone come to who that listens show. to what it. Day? What day? Come to it. Oh, yeah, when when? Uh, I don't know. It'll be next it'll be like this month, goes up August first, I think. Yeah, it'll be August first. Oh, it's at least Saturday the something. Okay, I'll look it up. So just hang <laughs> out in front of the theater and while we're talking. I'll look, look for it up. James. And uh, a thing that I like. Oh, it's Saturday the fifteenth of August. Uh, ah. the th- a thing that I think won't tell you the time. The thing, the thing that I like. They're at the usually moment. at like three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it's five thirty. Um, we just finished. What my wife keeps saying to me that I that I like this secretly is like that means I'm a woman. Yeah, Scandal. We just watched the fourth season of that, which is great. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, actually, I tell you what, the thing most people won't have heard of. Um, I'm really into an English band called Baby Bird, which is basically just one guy, a guy called Stephen Jones. Uh-huh. So you're gorgeous. He, yes, guy? exactly. He that's his major label hit. Uh-huh. You're gorgeous. And uh, but before that, he used to release like. Uh, an album of a week of demo stuff that he made at home and he's just revisited some of his an old, a lot of old music that he's found and re-recorded like new vocal tracks for and everything and it's available on his Bandcamp website I think thestephenjones.bandcamp.com and it's called Fatherhood 2 and it's fucking brilliant awesome hmm. best album he's done in like 15 years great 
Thank mm. you. Uh, I'm at Dave Holmes on Twitter. I'm doing a show called Public School August 5th at the Virgil. If you're in Los Angeles, come. Wow. It's a storytelling show. Uh, Andrew T. from Yo! Is This Racist is going to be one of the storytellers. Karen Kilgariff, Irene White. It's going to be fabulous. And my thing that I didn't do that I want to talk about is another thing that probably everyone has seen, but you should rewatch it. I just rewatched it last night. Um, After Hours, the Scorsese movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is With a Griffin perfect. Dunn. Yeah. It's a perfect yeah. movie. It yeah. is a really well perfect done. movie in every way. On that, you know, he, no, oh my god, it. it's on. Well, it's on iTunes. And didn't wow. he make that like in a rush? Like he, like, fe- yeah, I, like it's very. He dashed I don't it know. off. I don't know. I think I think that they fit like he just dashed it off because yeah. he's like, oh, I he, something fell through and he was, he was just like, I just want to make something. Yeah, which is always the best. Oh. It's perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. about New York in the eighties and like mm. Griffin Dunn is stuck downtown in Soho, which isn't like it's not inhabited yet, so it's all like full yeah. of like empty. It's it's amazing. It's just mm. a perfect movie in Definitely every way. The that. whole film feels like one of those like weird black and white and color post like every angled sort of strange Art Deco posters. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. there's lots of weird neon in it. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. vaguely well, remember seeing yeah, it. And uh, Terry Gar at her absolute best. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Amanda Meadows, Keith Powell, James Bachman, Ingrid Oliver, 100. Thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Amanda Meadows, Keith Powell, James Bachman, and Ingrid Oliver. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Hey, thanks to AlexR83 for the five-star review on iTunes. Everyone else, get your shit together and post us a nice review on iTunes. I'll say your name, and I'll try to get it right. Thanks. Uh, the script was written by Asterios Kokonos and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson, and we love you. We'll see you next time. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.